Welcome to the Telling It Like It Is with Alyssa podcast, hosted by Alyssa Gunto. Each week, she will address the elephant in the room by telling it like it is, regardless if you're ready for it or not. From the latest trends on social media, to candid interviews with some of her favorite people, to navigating life as a high-achieving female in her 20s, Alyssa brings a refreshingly honest perspective to every episode. With a healthy dose of humor and authenticity, she'll have you laughing, thinking, and maybe even questioning everything you thought you knew. So join her every Tuesday for a brand new episode as Alyssa fearlessly dives into the topics that matter most. So what are you waiting for? Let's jump right into this week's episode. I am back. I took a two-week hiatus, and it was honestly a total bummer. I'm still kind of upset with myself, but I told myself ever since I started this podcast that I would never go a week without creating an episode, you know, posting an episode. Well, in my 26 years of existence, I have never, ever lost my voice. And a few weeks ago, I self-diagnosed myself with laryngitis. So I could barely talk. I was doing Zoom calls. It, I literally was only talking at a whisper. It was so annoying. I'm sure it was very annoying for the clients who I was talking to on Zoom. And honestly, my voice, as you can even tell, still doesn't sound fully right. But I knew deep down that if I would miss out on another episode, I would just quite frankly fall off and not post again. So I am back. But the real reason why I really, really, really wanted to carve out time to record this episode is because I want to talk about this concept of sometimes you just have to walk away and sometimes you have to walk away in a moment or a time in your life where that's the last thing you want to do is actually walk away from a situation. So as we all know, it's no secret. I share about it very openly here on my podcast is that I've been on the search for a house, right? I have been looking for a house for over two plus years. I've had to switch realtors due to the other realtor I was working with. I found out that he was no longer working with clients and I was in a little bit of a scramble. I was in a little bit of a panic and I reached out to my realtor now who I'm working with, who is amazing, by the way. I'm going to have her on an episode once I finally land a house. We've already chatted about it, but I've been doing some house hunting with her. We put in a few offers, a few places. I was like the best offer, but someone else was all cash or I was the second best offer, X, Y, Z, whatever, you know the story. And if you're living under a rock, um, or maybe you're not, I hope you're not living under a rock, but the housing market is a complete, I'm just going to say it shit show. It's definitely still to some extent a seller's market in the sense that there's quite frankly, nothing to choose from, especially in my price range. So I found this house. It looked great. Went through. It was this townhouse. It was about 30 minutes from my house. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is going to be my house. Like before we even got there, I was looking at the pictures again. I was already envisioning myself and truly in this house, ways I was going to decorate. I had Pinterest boards created um, to some extent after I put in my offer, but we go, we tour this house. It was the first day it was on the market and 
my realtor and I, I remember she sent me a text. She's like, Alyssa, do you want me to play hardball? And I was like, go for it. So we played hardball in terms of we wanted them to respond to my offer before five other showings that day. And so I was like, go for it. Well, what do you know? My offer gets accepted. I am head over heels. I'm so excited. Obviously, in the back of my head, I knew I knew that, of course, you know, there were there could be potential issues that arose, but I was looking at things on, you know, the bright side. And if you know me, I always look at things on the opposite. I always look at things from the negative. But we go, I schedule the inspection. And by the way, home inspections are not cheap. We're talking about that a thousand dollars, right? So I paid for this home inspection. And as I'm walking with the inspector and I'm taking notes in my notebook of all of the things that he like, you know, pointed out, things like that. In my head, I was like, oh my gosh, all I saw were dollar signs. There was electrical that needed done. There was plumbing that needed done. There were siding issues, right? All I'm seeing is dollar signs. And in this townhouse, there was nothing cosmetic that needed done. It was so updated. I even remember when we went to see the house, I remember my mom even saying to the realtor, I heard her kind of when I was in a different room, but she's like, wow, this is so Alyssa. I was like, yeah, like this is like the paint color, the vibe, just everything about it was me. It was three bedrooms. Like it was just perfect. There was a basement. There's a fenced in yard. Hello. There are no townhouses with fenced in yards. And it was an end unit. Again, it checked off all these boxes, right? So I'll get the inspection report back. I also paid extra money to see um, like an estimated cost list, right? So I did the totaling and ended up being like well over 10K. I was like, okay, this townhouse is already at the top of my budget. It needs over $10,000 worth of work. Like I said, we're not talking cosmetic. We're talking like legit issues where if I would go and take a shower, I'm going to flood the floor below. So like that is an issue, right? That needs resolved. So we went back and forth to the sellers. I was very firm with the seller credit that I wanted. They want to give it to me. So I walked away. And in that moment, I felt defeated. I felt defeated because I was trying so hard to find a place exactly like that one. And I found it. Paid for the inspection. Paid for the appraisal. That was another $500. You don't get that money back, right? So that's $1,500 down the drain. But honestly, it was hands down the best $1,500 I've ever spent in my life because that, if I would have not went and got that inspection and I would have just been like, oh, well, this house looks amazing. And then I went and took a shot. I would go and take a shower without knowing. And then I was going to flood, you know, the bottom floor, the main, you know, living floor. That could have been a really big issue. So my point is this. You're going to have to walk away from situations where you don't want to. I did not want to walk away from that townhouse. I didn't. I remember being so excited that my offer got accepted. And I was very cognizant of who I told that my offer got accepted. I told my two bosses. I told the my colleagues. And I told about two or three friends. That was it. Because I knew if I opened my mouth and I told everyone or I posted it publicly that, you know, my offer got accepted. I didn't want to look like the idiot and have to go and tell all these people, oh, by the way, I had to back out. I will say, though, I was having a conversation. I was on a meeting with my colleague, Amber, and one of my bosses, Melanie. I was 
talking to them about this situation and saying, I didn't know what to do. Did I go through with the house and, you know, accept the money, the seller credit that the sellers were willing to give me or would I walk away? And I'll never remember, never forget my one colleague, Amber. She said to me, she goes, Alyssa, you need to follow your gut. You always are someone who has followed your gut. And every single time you followed it, you've been right. So I, we got off that meeting. I had until the next morning to make my decision what I was going to do. And I just remember I kept hearing Amber's voice on repeat. Alyssa, follow your gut. Alyssa, follow your gut. And I followed my gut. I walked away. It sucks, but there's going to be, hopefully, another house out there. Um, Just recently, I put in an offer for a house that had a fence. It was a house. It wasn't a townhouse. Really cute. Loved it. My offer didn't get accepted, clearly. <laughs> but again, this whole thing has just been one big learning experience. So here's my takeaway from this is there's going to be times in your life where you're going to have to walk away. You're going to feel so defeated. You're going to be so upset with yourself. You're going to question just everything, right? And you're really going to start to wonder, like, why me? Like, why? Why weren't the sellers willing to, you know, give me more money towards the house? Or why is this offer not getting accepted? Or all of these things, right? So this doesn't just go for when you're in the house search process, right? There's also going to be times in your life with friendships where you're growing, they're growing, you're evolving, they're evolving. but you're almost like on two separate paths and it's almost like you don't even know who they are anymore and it just doesn't align. So there's also going to be times in your life where there's friendships where you just kind of kind of cut the cord and it's not necessarily one of those things where you do a hard stop where you're like, I'm not going to be friends with you anymore. But it's just like one of those slowly steering like a cruise ship sort of deal where it's like, yeah, like this just isn't for me anymore. So that's two examples. Again, when you're in the house search, you got to walk away. Friendships, you got to walk away. Another thing too is relationships or, you know, sometimes people my age call them situation, like situationships where you're talking to someone and you think everything's going great. And then maybe they change feelings or you change your mind or you change your feelings. And again, you have to walk away. You think for the longest time they were the best thing since sliced bread and then, you know, true colors that came out and it just wasn't a good match. So that's another example. Another example is in a job. There's so many people who I know have had to walk away from their jobs because it was the best thing. They had to walk away because maybe they didn't align with their boss or their bosses, or maybe they didn't align with their colleagues, or maybe they didn't align with the work that they were doing and it wasn't filling their cup anymore. You're going to have to walk away. And, you know, it sucks. Like, it's no secret. It sucks if you have to walk away from what I thought was going to be my first dream home, right? It sucks walking away from a relationship. It sucks walking away from a friendship. It would suck to walk away from a job. I am fortunate enough to say that I haven't had to walk away from a job. I've had to walk away from, like, a babysitting gig that I was doing two days a week. And once I my job got busier to walk away. And I will say that was extremely hard. And I was terrified to tell the mom that I couldn't help her anymore those two days. And that was, again, it was hard. But every time you have to walk away, you're allowed to be upset. You're allowed to own your feelings. You're allowed to be mad. But I want to say 
going back to the housing situation, I got this text message from my friend, Sam, and she sent me this text and I took a screenshot of it. And, you know, when I was originally kind of brainstorming what I wanted to talk about on this podcast, this text message really didn't cross my mind until right this second. So let me pull it up. And she goes, Alyssa, I love you the mostest. Give yourself some time slash grace to process. Then to be honest, if this was me, I'd take a break and start fresh in January with a clear mindset. I know it's giving a new year resolution vibes, but I mean it in a way that you've had a long fill in the blank year and it's not even close to being over. So you need to give yourself time. So that's what needs to happen. You have to give yourself time. You have to give yourself grace. And I, if you really truly know me, like you just know me, I'm incredibly hard on myself in all aspects of my life, hard on myself for my job and just, you know, my personal life too. I have high standards. That's no secret. I have high expectations. That's no secret. And it can honestly, you know, be intimidating to some. I've heard through the grapevines that I am intimidating because I just have these high expectations and things like that. So where I'm going with this is, yes, you're going to have to walk away. Yes, it's going to be horrible, but allow yourself to feel that for like 24, 48 hours. Or if you need longer, you know, you take more time than that. But also too, be proud of yourself, right? I'm proud of myself for getting the inspection because in the housing market that we're in right now, a lot of people waive inspections. I know, for example, a family friend of ours, their neighbor bought a house didn't they waive the inspection and they ended up needing over a hundred thousand dollars worth of work if they would have known that and they would have paid the thousand dollars to get the inspection they would have saved themselves a hundred k and not have gotten that house so do you know what i mean so there's going to be times where you're spending money and it ends up being a complete waste or it ends up being a flop but learn from it what are you learning throughout the process okay So if there's any takeaway from today's episode is don't give up, keep going. It's not always going to be rainbows and butterflies. We know that, but you've got this. Something bigger and better is always going to be waiting for you on the other side, and we're never going to know if we don't try. So thank you so much for listening to another episode, and hopefully I will never have to go on a two-week hiatus again. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Telling It Like It Is with Alyssa podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this week's conversation and the unfiltered perspective that Alyssa brought to the table. Don't forget to tune in every Tuesday for a brand new episode where Alyssa encourages us to tell it like it is. And if you like what you heard today, please be sure to share this episode with a friend and leave a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. That helps others find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next episode of Telling It Like It Is with Alyssa.